Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey guys, and welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. Today we're going to be talking about how to get your life back on track. I'm going to go through the full system that I like to do whenever I feel like things just get way out of hand. And let's say I was like, I don't know, juggling balls or something like all the balls hit the floor. That did not sound or come out the way I intended, but you get the idea. Before we jump in though, I'm going to leave you guys with a quote. Today's quote comes in from Jim Ron, and it says, the more obstacles you face and overcome, the more times you falter and get back on track, the more difficulties you struggle with and conquer, the more resiliency you will naturally develop. There is nothing that can hold you back if you are resilient. What's up and welcome back to another coffee talk today. I am bringing back the beverage. I feel like it's been a while since I've actually sipped on a cozy beverage while talking to you and I feel like that just creates way more of the mood. So I'm actually on a hardcore self-care game right now. So I'm drinking tea. This is some sort of berry tea that's that was actually just in the cupboard of the Airbnb I'm staying at, but it's delicious. And I'm drinking out of a new mug. On Sunday when I went for groceries, they had a couple Christmas mugs and I don't know why this just cheered me up so much. So I got this mug and a matching oatmeal bowl that I've been eating my breakfast out of every morning. And it's been such a small little just joy in my everyday. So whether or not you brought a beverage to today's chat, today we are going to be having a talk on how to get your life back on track. I think ultimately when we click on videos like this or topics like this, or we seek out information like this, like how to get my life back on track, what we really mean is how can we regain a sense of having control over whatever it feels like we've lost control of, whether it is ourselves, whether it is our goals, our plans, our habits, our mindsets, our life. You can feel like you're falling off track in many different ways, but either way, I'm going to share some mindful motivation on how to get yourself back on track 
track in a way that isn't going to overwhelm you and make you fall off track again. What happens that gives us that feeling that things have maybe started to fall apart? It seems to come from almost like this domino effect of things that go on. It can happen from something so small and this is why it's so human to feel this way because you can only plan so much of your life or manage your expectations based on what you've only previously known but a lot of the times things like pandemics happen. Something disrupts your mood, something disrupts your hormones, something disrupts your routine and one habit goes and then that starts to create that domino effect or a project falls off course and it creates that domino effect or there's a procrastination task that you've needed to do and you haven't been able to get to it and the stress is causing you to sleep less which is then causing that domino effect like it can really happen from anything small to big that we're not expecting versus unable to plan for or even just a shift like I said in your hormones and your mood I think there's so much emphasis in the wellness world about how to think positive and be positive and I've totally fallen into that trap a lot too but there's something to be said for just accepting that their times are gonna suck, you know? Life can be messy. Even sometimes just the shift in seasons or if you get sick or something, there's just something that disrupts your normal pattern or whatever streak you might feel like you've been on or if you've been feeling really happy lately, if you've been feeling really productive lately, if you've just been feeling completely in alignment with yourself, it really just takes one tiny thing to create that domino effect and then all of a sudden it feels like life just somehow splatter painted everywhere. As I mentioned, this just recently happened to me with that daily series. For me, the domino effect was starting by loading way too much on my plate, aka not managing my expectations of myself and of time and just just putting way too much on my plate at once and I have a very bad tendency of doing this and each year I become more and more aware and I get a little bit better at it but I'm still learning so in August when I was way ahead of my content and I was just about to move things were still pretty settled I hadn't had a big disruption in a little while and I was my expectations were just soaring because from that standpoint looking out over the cliff things seemed pretty clear but the minute you start your journey the minute you keep walking forward in life when you are no longer at a sit and stare destination point and you're ready to progress towards something new, you have to scale down the mountain and you know, you're gonna hit a couple bumps along the way. For me, those bumps were moving and packing up all of my things, having no real sense of stability, not realize that jumping from rentals to rentals wouldn't feel as rooted as it felt just having a lease or what I'm hoping to move into with buying a house. Paperwork, genuinely my overall mental health. Like I just got to the point where social interaction started to feel like water and I was desperately thirsty. Like I couldn't sit at my laptop any longer. I couldn't, I just couldn't, I couldn't be alone. Like I just needed to get around some people and get around some family and friends and just like soak up. All of these things are just examples of the domino effect that was happening from the overall source of just loading too much on my plate. So then what do you do? Once you've sourced or maybe you don't even know what started the domino effect because realistically it's not important. What's most important is just seeing where you're at unbiased, you know, just being like this is this is it. Pitching a flag wherever you are on the mountain, looking out and being like this is where I am right now. Take stock of everything in your life right now and that sounds really daunting and I feel like a lot of the times this part can feel a little overwhelming. Write down everything that is a responsibility for you right now, everything that is a goal of yours right now, anything that you might think is an overall purpose in your life right now, everything that's basically on your plate 
right now. And this doesn't need to be huge. It's actually better the more you shorten it. So it's like, what's on your plate this month, this week, this day, this year. And once you've done that, once you've taken stock of everything that's on your plate or all of your responsibilities and goals at the moment, then this is the most crucial part. It's almost like the when you know when you go for to get your hair dyed or colored or highlighted or whatever, they cut first and then they color because they don't want to waste extra product. You don't want to waste extra energy. So before you even move forward to the next steps, based on just taking stock of your life right now, what are you noticing as you're writing down is fluff or unnecessary or just like extra that you could easily drop as dead weight. Getting rid of fluff is again easier said than done. So a really good question you can ask yourself, how does this thing benefit me, my life, or my purpose? And this is important for two reasons. One, because it's actually going to allow you to seek out the fluff and then scratch it out. But two, you're also going to give yourself the benefit of allowing yourself to keep some things on that list that are important. I feel like a lot of the times when we are in overwhelming situations or there is a lot on our plate or we're trying to do a lot of things at once, which is a different topic for a different time because perhaps we shouldn't be constantly programming our brains that way. But anyway, if you're living in the modern age, then there's probably a lot on your plate. Um, and if that's the case, then things like self-care tend to go out the window. Things like your own personal hobbies or goals tend to go out the window. So the second reason why asking yourself this question is important is because it gives you the opportunity to see whether it's getting more sleep if you're feeling guilty about that, when you ask yourself, how does this benefit me, my life, or my purpose, getting more sleep is going to give you generally better health. And having generally overall better health is going to allow you to perform better, show up better in your life. Taking guitar lessons is allowing you to be creative and feel a sense of motivation and inspiration, which then trickles out into work and other areas of your life. So it gives you a chance to balance out things on the list that not everything that's on your list of things on your plate right now aren't just for work or aren't just for like financial gain or stability or security in some sort of way that you're also prioritizing self-care and like, I guess self-creation or just creativity or feeding your brain and your mind and your body and your soul, all that. The next step is my favorite. This is where I, I just get super geeky, but just so you know, you don't have to do all of these steps. This is just the process I like to take when I'm trying to take stock and inventory of my life and organize things again so I feel like I can start making progressive steps on my journey. Uh, the next thing I like to do is categorize once I've weeded out the fluff and I see what's on my plate. Now there's three ways that I like to then categorize all of my responsibilities just to get a general idea of how fallen off I feel. Um, the first is things that are currently running smoothly. The second is things that have fallen off track. And the third is things that I haven't even started or attended to yet. Now within your three lists, you're gonna be able to prioritize things based on what is a project versus what is a task and what is a goal versus what is a habit. And usually projects and goals are made up of tasks and habits. An example of this would be, let's say in your things that are running smoothly, you're currently on a really good sleep schedule. So that's a good habit that you're, that's going fine. You don't need to focus on that right now. Your project might be that you're learning guitar, like we said. And so you're taking lessons would be a task or a habit. Let's say something that's fallen off track is you feel like you haven't really been getting enough 
like movement or exercise. That was a big problem for me just this last month because all my work was so computer based. I found my body aching a lot. Like I just wanted to walk or move more. So that was something that had fallen off of track. And then I can then break that down into the habit of setting up more yoga sessions, adding an extra walk into my daily routine with Bentley. And, and now that YouTuber's over back to working out again, which is making me feel like that's now fallen back into alignment and I'm feeling better. And then for the very last one, like things unattended to or that you maybe haven't even started yet. This could be again, like let's say you had the goal of learning guitar and you haven't even started lessons yet. Like that might be something that falls into that category. It's important to you, but you just haven't had the time or haven't prioritized it to be able to even begin or give it attention or energy yet. And then last but not least, the final way to organize your lists is by adding your deadlines or timelines to these things. And within your prioritizing, you can definitely include the value. Let's say you have something that doesn't have a deadline, go back to what is the value? What is this bringing into your life? So maybe your guitar lessons aren't as high value to you right now as maybe prioritizing just making plans with someone in your family, like social interaction, especially right now in 2020. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. So now that we've prioritized and organized and categorized, we get to create a whole new system. This is the part of any time I feel like my life falls off track where I just feel like I get super freaking motivated again. It's the part that I'm in well, I'm just a step further than this part right now based on everything that just fell apart. But creating a new system is going to be totally unique to you. I'm gonna tell you some examples of what this can look like, but again, you don't have to do all of these things. The whole point of doing this to begin with, this whole kind of like journaling session, if you will, or you can do this in your iPhone notes or whatever it is, it's taking the mess and bringing everything back into alignment. It's putting it down on paper or putting it down somewhere in a material way that you're then able to reform it and feel that sense of control in your life again. Because this is going to be catered to you, this is gonna be catered to the systems that 
tend to have already worked for you in the past. So think about it. Are you someone that likes to use planners? Are you someone that likes to use like maybe an iPad planner or your iCalendar or your phone calendar? Are you someone that likes to just do like a, an alarm system to remind yourself when to do certain things? Uh, do you like bullet journaling? Do you like not using any planning system at all and moving through your life more intuitively? These are just questions to ask yourself because this is going to be the best way to create a system that's actually going to benefit you. Ask yourself, what is your purpose in life right now? Not overall, not for the duration of your existence here on earth, like just right now in this moment in your life, what is your purpose? What are you doing? Like what is on your plate? I'll give you my example. For me, that answer would be, is to become a first time homeowner. It's to be a aunt and sister, all those life roles, those social life roles. You would label things like your profession. I always struggle with labeling what my profession really even is, like, especially as I'm transitioning right now. But I, I guess you might say like, God, I just, I just always put Co's here. Like I just like, I label myself as Co's because Co's is a current focus and purpose of mine and growing that community. I might even put things like writing because I'm in the middle of working on a project of a book. So th those would be my life purposes. And then when you look at your overlapping purposes of life right now, that's when you can pick out a system that's gonna work best for you. For instance, with Co's and with working on a project like writing a book, I'm really enjoying using a planning system right now. Also just based on what's worked for me in the past, who I am as a person, and what keeps me motivated. And once you have all your purposes, you can then create your timeline. So what purpose is for the year? What purpose is going to go into your monthly calendar? Or what reminders are you gonna set for the month? It might even just be the goal or the purpose of better self-care. So you might have appointments you need to make for the month. Wherever you feel you've fallen off track, maybe you don't feel you've fallen off track for the year. Maybe you just feel you've fallen off track this week or even this month or even just today. That's where you begin your system and then you work backwards all the way to today. Now I prefer to do this in a planner. That's where I keep log of my yearly goals or focuses, my month to month like appointments, bills to pay, all of those things my weekly focuses, or I guess you might say like what each day I've dedicated to, my daily tasks or to-do lists. And even sometimes when I feel like I really just wanna like fully manifest what it would look like to completely be in alignment for a day, I will literally write out my perfect day. And this doesn't need to be perfect in the sense of like every day has to go this way. It's just what would be your most ideal way to spend your time. I break mine down hourly because, and I chunk it out. Like it's not like each hour there's something completely different. I just chunk out how I'd like to spend my day. What I see as being like the most ideal way for me to move or flow through my life. And then all you have to do from there is start exactly where you are. So let's say you do this system, you do this journal prompting or this planning prompting, and then you feel like you have a system or a game plan for getting back on track. And it's Tuesday night then what would you be doing based on your system on a Tuesday night? What's, what's the schedule or plan? And if you don't have anything scheduled or planned, or if you don't have an ideal thing chunked out in terms of your ideal day, then you get to do whatever you want. And that's badass. Now wait, before you get way too excited and literally go and jump into whatever new system you've started or even starting to plan your system, I do feel like there's a couple points that we need to hit home because they are extremely important. And it's basically how to do this in a way that's gonna actually set you up for success.
So take a just deep breath, take a step back from your new system or plan, and take one last look at it before you jump in from the logical side of your brain. This is basically managing your expectations before you just dive right back into feeling in alignment or with your new plan or all of that stuff. I feel like this is important to say because every time I feel like I gist or I make a new game plan or a new system or new routines or whatever it is, I feel like every few months or at least seasonally, I make myself a new game plan and I definitely do monthly planning and weekly scheduling. So each time I do, before I even begin, before I shut my book and I call the session over, I ask if it's realistic. I ask if, especially if I'm trying to a whole new system and I'm trying to bring life back on track, I ask myself, is this a transition or a cannonball? You never want a cannonball back on track. You want to almost kind of picture it like train tracks, like you slowly merge back into the main track. I ask myself one more time, is there anything on this list or in this system that is non-essential? And you don't have to write this down, but I also just take one last overall look at what is my expectation here? Like, what am I looking to gain from this? And the importance of doing this is that the more honest you are, especially with this one last look, the more successful you're actually gonna be and the less likely you'll be to fall off again very soon. I think one of the most important tools I feel myself learning in life right now is to not be afraid to take what I've planned and then push it back. Like give myself way more excess time than I need to really take up the time that we have here on earth. I'm valuing this because I sometimes stress myself out with feeling like I need to accomplish way more than I really need to, especially by the age that I am. Like it's okay to slow yourself down and to make a two year plan a 10 year plan. There's this book that I read at the beginning of 2020 called Atomic Habits and the whole premise behind it is that Starting small and increasing slowly allows you to, almost like if we're gonna use that train analogy, speed the train up slowly, which will get you going at a much better pace. You can't go from like zero to 100 and not fall off track. Like, and it's also just impossible to do like 1,200 things at once. It's so important to hack away at the non-essentials and realize that you have time, especially like those of us that are lucky enough to have our basic needs met, to have a roof over our heads, to not worry about where our next meal is coming from, to have the luxury of being able to ask ourselves, like, what do we want to do with this life? Not just being in survival mode all the time. It's honorable to want to soak up as much of life as you can in the time that you have and to value your time. But if you truly do want to value your time, you'll allow yourself the space and the wiggle room to really absorb what it is you're trying to do. Because what's the point of your goals and purposes and all of these things you're trying to accomplish if you're not even really present while doing them? If you're constantly feeling like you're running or speeding or racing or like there's too much on your plate to enjoy your meal. And that's probably the best advice I could give when it comes to getting your life back on track, whether you use any of the systems we've talked about or if you have your own system and you just wanted that little dose of motivation, you just wanted to sit and chat today about falling off track and how normal it is, then yeah, it's literally just being realistic, giving yourself extra time and then from there, literally jump in, just start, just begin again and know that it's going to probably happen again. You're likely to fall off track again at some point, but if you did your planning right and you managed your expectations, then hopefully you'll have a nice long streak of feeling a healthy sense of control over your life again. So 
I hope you guys enjoyed today's coffee talk, or I guess you might say tea talk, on how to get your life back on track. I'm in this in-between spot of having just come through the whole, like, just being honest and real about where I'm at, creating the system, and then I honestly started, like, today, well, November 1st was, like, my day one of going back on track, and already I do feel much better, and I do feel like things are much more manageable, and that's why... I decided to share the system today because it works for me and I feel like it's beneficial. That system has become much more mindful and expectations are being better managed. Each and every time the track falls off course. But that's what's so humbling about it and that's, in my opinion, what life is all about. You gotta learn those lessons because each time you do, you become more resilient. And the more resilient you are, the more you're able to go up against in life, the more you're able to just go for in life. So kudos to you if you've fallen off track. Hopefully this gives you the sense of feeling back in alignment. And until next time, I'll talk to all of you guys in the next Coffee Talk. Bye guys. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.